Good day, ma'ams and sirs, and welcome to a day-late edition of the Number 9 Podcast. We apologize for coming to y'all late today, but more importantly, we apologize for coming early all the times it really mattered. We needed to shuffle some things around due to an unfortunate passing in Tommy's family, but we're here now as the robust two who discussed you. That's right, it's me, and manning the other microphone is the eighth wonder of the world, the face plunger of the girl. When his foot slid and he slipped under the headboard so clumsy, and that poor girl's face squished into Gumby. He's not out of this world. He's the size of a planet. He's juggled more cocks than a chicken farmer could manage. His ladies only get through masturbation, of course, because this fat fuck's so huge, he has gravitational force. I love him here in the podcast zone. I love him when he's all alone. I love him in a crowded room. I love him when he gets mad and that voice goes boom. I love him like he's my actual kin. I love him despite his triple nipples and double fat little chin. My besticle, my bromigo, my life mate till the very end. Tommy fucking Washington, how are you, man? Yeah, I'm good. Uh, I think we should tell everybody why we really are a day late. Uh, because it took you so many times to record that fucking intro. We had to keep restarting and restarting and restarting, and we ran out of time. That was in one take. Intro was done in one take. Like Elvis in a recording studio, it's magical. Yeah. Uh, other than that, Pat, I'm, I'm not bad. Uh, ready to go. Sorry, we're a day late. Day late, a dollar short. Don't really understand the masturbation thing with the gra- uh, gravitational pull, but uh, whatever. Uh, <laughs> masturbation, of course, was the only thing I could think of to rhyme with gravitational force. So it just came out that way, man. It doesn't make any sense. That's a lot of syllables to rhyme, bro. No, no, it does make sense because the only way girls that date you can get off is masturbation, of course. And you're so big, like a planet, you have gravitational force. Honestly, so that here's the problem, clear here's the problem thing. Tom. Explaining a joke is like dissecting a frog. Yes, you can get to understand it better, but it's going to die in the process. The joke wasn't funny. Yep, come on. Here's the mail, it never fails. It makes me want to wag my tail. When it comes, I want to wail. All right, so we got two pieces of mail from the same person, ironically. Uh, we're going to go with Miss Driver. If you guys can't figure it out who that is, you're an idiot. Uh, this one, she sent right to Mr. Driver, and it said, I'm dying. The highlight of... The episode is Tom saying, it's a treat for your girl, a cheesy penis. You know, when I was talking about the cheesy uh, cheese dust and then jerking off with it. And then Patrick ruined it with fingering and chowing down. And she threw a bunch of throw-up faces in there. Wow. Uh, Miss Driver, that speaks volumes to uh, you. I mean, you think cheesy penis is a delectable topic, but cheesy vagina... That's just, I mean, you literally put the little pukey face emoticon or whatever, emoji. There you go. Emoticon? What's an emoticon? What were those from? I have fucking no idea, bro. What do you want from Star thing. Trek? Nah, emoticons were a thing, bro. Anybody who knows what an emoticon is, go ahead and I throw I think you're thinking of Decepticon. No, what? Isn't that Transformers? Yeah. Yeah, no. No, emoticon. It was a thing. Before emojis were emojis, they were emoticons. I swear to God. I'm going to look this up after. But look it anyway. up. Fucking write it down. So we heard a nice review of us on uh, iTunes. All At right. least somebody left us a nice one. They weren't like that asshole fucking Paul Walker. Or beer for my turtles. Yeah, fuck that person. I know who it is. I'm going to find you. 
obviously he doesn't know who it is or he would have already found you. I'm just throwing out the obvious. And you'd already be done. Uh, so this comes from Miss Driver 360 on iTunes. The title of the review, These Guys. What a hidden gem. It was a treat to listen to these guys ramble on about various topics and scenarios. Just what I need to get my mind off the everyday grind. Definitely will listen to more. They had me at Cheeto Fingers, which was the correct answer, by the way. That was uh, meant the, uh, the, I don't know, I don't even know what those things are called. Like the scenarios where you get two shitty options. Uh, we might have to cover a few more of those in the very near future. I'm all about it. I like those. Those are fun. They're thought-provoking, at least. Yeah. Hey, let's talk about the uh, the feedback that really matters, and that is, uh, so Emily had a work function on Saturday night, and at the work function, there was some drinking, and I'm guessing the drinking is where my problem started, because Emily... And a few of, so one of her Were coworkers. Were you at the work function with her? No, no, I did not go to the work function. Okay. If I did, this never would have fucking happened. Okay. Uh, no, but we are going to introduce two new ladies uh, with Emily. Those two ladies, we're going to go ahead and call Rose and Blanche because they're like the golden girls in my head. That's how I'm picturing them. So they're them. old? Real nice I don't pep. know if they're old. That's a good question. Rose right. and Blanche, feel free to write in to... Uh, the number nine podcast at gmail.com or you can go to the website number nine podcast.com and yeah. you can send us an email right from right on oh there. boy that's an alarm that doesn't count every fucking show uh or you can download and rate the show at itunes but don't do what paul walker did and just leave a question in there it's supposed to be a review not bashing tom on there or you can bash tom whatever you feel is necessary don't bash Patrick, that's the important part. Bashing Tom on there is going to get us less listeners. So here's how this played out. I don't know if it was Rose or Blanche, but one of them got a hold of Emily's phone. And my biggest fear this whole time I've been seeing Emily is Emily listening to the podcast. We're talking worst case scenario. Emily listens to the podcast because the only person who would never find anything that I say funny is the person who is intimate with me. Until Saturday, when Rose or Blanche gets her hands on Emily's phone, she goes through every single text message we've ever sent each other. I don't know how much time they invested in this at the party, but because drinking was involved, it was probably more than it needed to be to begin with. And that's a lot of text messages. Anyways, at some point in the very early part of this relationship, uh, I apparently gave Emily the title of the podcast. Now, I don't believe that. I now, Mind you, I've been forbidden from meeting Emily because Patrick was afraid that I would tell her the name of the podcast, even though he told me not to. Now, did I have some ideas to kind of hint to her the name of the podcast? Absolutely. But I would not have come out and just told her the name of the podcast. No, that's fucked up and backhanded, bro. Um, so anyways, they find the podcast Winky Face. I still think that they just searched it on either Spotify or Apple. What? Patrick's name. Yeah. Duh. But she swears that they found it in the text messages. So... There's a new... Now, mind you, this must not be bothering Patrick too much because he has all the evidence he needs right there in the palm of his hand right now, but he's too lazy to go back and see. Oh, yeah. No, I'm not going through all of our text messages. That would take at least five minutes. (laughs) 
I don't have five minutes, bro. Dude, I've gone back years in text messages with Erica to prove her wrong. Yeah, that's because you're years. crazy. Um, but so here's the thing. Worst case scenario, Emily listens to the podcast, gone. That's a thing of the past. The worst case scenario would be if Emily's coworkers promise to listen to the podcast and give her fucking feedback. Oh my shit. So I'm positive that so Emily like sends me a message on Sunday morning. I don't it was something to the effect of like I like my coworkers are listening to the podcast, but I won't listen. So I'm like, I responded in such a way that was like, have they said anything yet? And Emily doesn't get back to me for hours. And I'm like, okay, well, this is over. So I've been ghosted because I mean, between hashtag fingernails, hashtag honey buns, hashtag piss girl, something along the way was enough to be like, all right, I'm done with this guy. Uh, so are some of your best moments, Pat. I don't disagree. This is all I have, Rose and Blanche. This is all I have. Just stories. I'm past my prime. You got a small dick. I got a small pecker. I'm fat. I'm a ginger. Like no, The fact that I found Emily is really a miracle, if you think about it. The fact that any woman is willing to put her mouth on my mouth at this point is fascinating. Did you tell uh, Emily what your, her name is in the show? Oh, yeah, yeah. She okay, knows. only because I can see Rose and Blanche listening to the show and saying, he doesn't even know your name. I actually, I had to, I said that uh, Sunday evening. I was like, just so you know, you should probably tell them that you're Emily. Because if you don't, they're going to be like, oh my God, he's hooking up with a girl named Emily. And he talks about her all the time. <laughs> so Classic. let's be clear. This is now my ultimate nightmare, which was worse than what I thought was my nightmare. So, uh, and uh, like, let's, let's be fair. I've invested over a month in this relationship. We're breaking records at this point. Okay. So we, she comes to my brother's house. It's my brother's birthday. And one of the very first things she says to me is, do you want to tell me about honey buns? And I'm like, (laughs) well, fuck me running, man. Do you tell the whole story? Uh, I did not. I gave her bits and pieces. I gave her. What she was going to hear that was going to destroy me if I didn't tell her. Um, I didn't, like, lay out. Nobody wants to hear about their significant other's exes, man. That's Which not was, an ex. It's a one-night stand. That might be worse in, a, in Emily's eyes. I don't know, man. So, no. Um, I did tell her, like, that's not as bad as it gets. Um, and Rose and Blanche are destructive to my personal well-being. Um, but if she wanted to know what was coming, I would gladly tell her. So that Rose and Blanche didn't have carte blanche to kind of, you know, alter my stories at all. Not that they need any altering. Why don't she just listen to the podcast? Because nobody wants to hear about that stuff from the person they're intimate with. It's just not a thing. I mean, Erica listened to a story about me almost crushing some girl's skull. That's true. I believe we said that she was turned into Gumby in the opener today. Yeah. All right. Um, so, so well, we've we've we're good. Everything's good for now. Emily, yeah. Until Rose and Blanche. Maybe Emily... when they get to the uh, to Pocahontas or or uh, Jasmine. Maybe when they get to Jasmine, maybe that'll be the straw that broke broke the camel's back. Could be. So Emily knows about Jasmine. She does not know like, like about the toilet paper, for example. She knows that Jasmine was a crazy person who just showed up here. Um. So I. 
Rose Blanche, I have two number nine with Tommy t-shirts. Feel free to write into the show. I'll drive them down. I know where you work. I'll drive them down to you. You can have the t-shirts. All you have to do is tell Emily that you were shocked by how great the show was. And uh, you guys love me. And we're good. I mean, just, uh, you know, no. hide the truth. Hide What's the up? truth. Pat has one of those shirts because one of them's going to Don Raub. Ooh, Rose and Blanche, whichever one of you does the best job selling Emily on how awesome I am, will get the shirt. The other one? Uh, I'll tell you what, since neither of us know you, this, this is a true story. Since neither of us know you. True story. And nobody else across the nation that listens to the show, and trust me, there are tens of you out there that listen to the show across the country, have not written in any reviews yet. Dozens of people. Tens. Tens. Um, tens of tens. Um, we'll give. I have an extra T-shirt that I haven't opened yet. I also have a T-shirt yeah. I haven't opened yet. So we'll each give you a T-shirt from us, but you each have to write in a review. And honestly, I want you guys to bury Pat. And I don't know what you look like physically, so these T-shirts more likely than not are not going to fit you. But you can wear them to bed at night because we're fat. I assume you guys have lots of pets. Emily has lots of pets. Um, and I assume they will be covered in hair. They're both black shirts. Yeah. But this is your job is to unbury me on this. Just so like, hey, Patrick writes glowing reviews of Disney movies. He loves Beauty and the Beast. He fucking hated it. Uh, yeah, we reviewed it. On I the cannot show. wait to tell Emily that to her face. Well, Emily was with me when we watched it. And I, I was very clear that it was about. Stockholm. Yeah. And then I'm going to tell her that you told the whole world. Nope. Uh, you guys, if you could mention what a big Celine Dion fan I am, I was. I, we had this argument the other day where I said Whitney Houston was the greatest singer of all time, and she said Celine Dion. So if you guys want to back her up, just be like, you know, Patrick secretly loves Celine Dion, who I don't. She's Canadian, so it's already out. Is she Canadian? Are we going to cover the Canadian story later today? What Canadian story? The one you sent me yesterday. Oh, absolutely. So, Pat, there's one more thing that I want to close out mealtime with. Yeah. I saw my mother, obviously, because of the unfortunate passing of my grandma. Yeah. Um, so I went and saw her yesterday real quick for a little bit, and we were talking about the podcast. And uh, you single, single-handedly had made it so my mother will not listen to the uh, to the podcast. Which part of what I said? The Your disgusting, vulgar, vulgar language and the way you talk about women. I can't see that. Your mother is a huge fan of mine. I'm dead fucking serious, Pat. Then my dad followed up with, I tried to keep you away from him when you were younger. I tried as hard as I could, but you just kept going to hang out with him. Now, see, I told you, your dad always hated me, and you always <laughs> argued that point. Rick, that's fucked up. I love you, Rick. But I don't hate you. So we lost two listeners, possibly... A third potential one that I was hoping that we could get somebody to download the show. So, bad weekend all Wait, along. who's the third person? Emily. Oh, yeah, no. Emily should never listen to the show. But Rose and Blanche, again, Celine Dion's great. He writes rave reviews about Disney movies. I'm counting on you girls. So, my question to you, Pat, I put it over on a whiteboard. Are we too dirty? Define we. The podcast. Um... I, I know, know that I'm not. I know that I'm not. Well, here's the thing, man. I don't have a filter. I, like, I'm just me. And this has gotten me into plenty of hot water in the past where my sense of humor 
Here, okay, so I was watching an interview with Matt Stone and Trey Parker. Those are the guys that made South Park a long time ago. A long time ago. My formative years, like 17, 18 years old. And they were, they were, the interviewer was questioning the jokes that they make and the things that they make fun of. And I think it was like, it's something 9-11 related. And they said, here's why what we say is funny every time we say something. Because we don't draw a line. The second you draw a line, you know, you can't make a race joke or you can't make a 9-11 joke or you can't make a whatever joke. Then everything becomes offensive. If nothing is offensive, then you can't ever be offended. I don't have a line. There's no line because if you're trying to be funny or in this particular case, a lot of the shit we say is just the truth. That's not offensive. That's just life. I'm with you, Pat. I'm just saying, um, should we... Maybe substitute some of your graphicness in the stories with, like, peanut butter and jelly sandwiches or unicorns or something of that nature. All right, this is what I'm going to do. For Thursday morning's episode, I'm going to do a Mad Lib. I'm going to... Okay, so we're going to explain one of the stories. It's going to be where Fingernails came from. The name Fingernails, which is the girl I told to put her man piece in my mouth. We're going to explain why she earned the name Fingernails, but I'm going to write blanks where it would be dirty, and then I'm going to ask you, we'll do the Mad Lib Lib on the show, and you're going to pick the parts of speech, and then we'll read the story in a much less dirty and dramatic fashion, and we'll see how people feel about it. I can't guarantee I'm not going to pick fucked up words, Pat. No, that's the whole point. We're going to clean it up. Yeah, but that's not... Medlibs are much funner when they're with like penis and balls and shit. Do you want to hear something else fucked up? What's totally that? off topic. So, are we still allowed to say fuck? Fuck shit, damn it. Yep. Okay. Uh, so through the craziness of this weekend for my son's birthday, I built him a gaming computer. When's his birthday? October 3rd. I don't. So you didn't give it to him yet? Yes, I did, Pat. Oh, it's sitting right next to me. You sure did. You gave it to him. Yes, I did. There's a couple reasons to be honest. One, I was done building it. Two, he's. I know he wanted it. Three, we're not going to be around on his birthday, so he might as well be able to enjoy it before his birthday. I vehemently disagree, but okay, I'm listening. I mean, luckily I'm his father and you're not. True story. Luckily for him. Yes. So anyway, so I get him all set up last night with everything. Get him into a Discord. He gets in there with his buddy. What's a Discord? It's uh, it's like an online chat. Okay. Right? So like, you log in, you use your mics, and you talk to your friends. Yeah. Like game chat without the game. Right, right. Okay. So we're in there. My brother's on. My brother pops in. Oh, you're on the Discord as well. I wasn't at first. And then Colin invited me. So I invited my brother. And my brother, we're in there talking to the kids. We're kind of testing them on internet security because the other kid doesn't know my brother. So we want to see how much information they're going to give up. You know what I mean? The kid passed the test. That's Is that a public chat? No, it's just the four of us. Oh, okay, okay. Okay, so uh, the kid passes the test, doesn't give up any real information. You know what I mean? But at one point, he said to my brother, I'm going to drag these these balls across your face. <laughs> this is a 12-year-old kid, dude. I, find, I knew I had an unborn child out there, or a, a child that I'm not privy to i finally found my son dude where does he live i want to meet him dude i uh i died i was over here hysterical and colin 
would never dream about saying something like that in front of me. Right. Where this kid just doesn't care. He doesn't know you. Yeah. Well, he doesn't. But he knows that I'm Colin's dad. He knows that I've talked to his dad. This is very interesting. So, and, but I kind of, and so the whole time he's like, hey man, hey, don't say anything messed up. Dude, Colin is freaking out. And when he said that. Oh, like, that's wonderful. Oh, dude, Colin thought he was in some trouble. And so, like, even tonight, I'm Colin like, thought he was in trouble for what his buddy said? Yes. That's great. So I go over. By the way, I just realized this has nothing to do with mail time. It's just story time at this point. But So I go over today to help him with something yep. that he was asking about on Discord. And for some reason, one, he thought I could hear his buddy through his headset that's, like, suction cup to his ears. There's yeah, no yeah. way I, I would hear it. But I finally turned, and I've said this one million times, and I said it loud enough so the kid could hear him. I don't care what that kid says. He's not my kid. Right. Like, what What do I... As long as he's not... Which, drag these nuts across your face is kind of disrespectful, but it's also hilarious. So... Yeah. I let it go. You know what I mean? But as long as he's not calling me an asshole or a piece of shit or something like that, like, I don't care what he says. You know I, what I mean? Even if he's calling you an asshole or a piece of shit, it's not your kid. Who cares? He's yeah, playing video games. Yeah. I'm a... Well... Yeah, to a degree, I agree. And with. here's why Colin is afraid he's going to get in trouble for something somebody else says, is because that's the stuff he says when you're not around. So he's already put the two and two together, and he assumes that you're mad that that's the type of stuff he's saying. He doesn't understand that since he's showing the respect and not doing it in front of you, it doesn't fucking matter. I already had that conversation with him as well. Yeah. That I don't care if you swear with your friends. I don't care what you say with your friends, as long as you don't say that stuff around me. Because when I was your age, me and all my friends swore, I understand, it's cool. I said, just don't make a habit of it, because you don't want to turn out like me and be in your 30s and can't get a sentence out without saying the word fuck. Yeah, I. Uh, it's tough, man. Especially, It's like, hard not to swear, and I swear so much, I don't realize that I'm swearing half the time. Yeah, when I'm around my nieces and nephews, my brothers are like, Pat. I'm like, yeah. They're like, no, Pat. Like, for one second, can you just not use profanity? I'm like, fuck I say. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know what I said. Um, yeah, it sucks. Um, it's funny in that story, Pat just said, fuck did I say? Yeah, well, that's... But <laughs> So here's the thing. The way I was raised in my household, my parents had dirty mouths. Um it was understood. They're adults. We're children. We don't use profanity. I don't understand how that became like a thing either. This goes back to we the, the people raising kids now didn't like something about their childhood, so they don't put their kids through it. It doesn't mean it was the right or wrong thing to do. I just they don't understand. They didn't like being like, censored, so they don't censor their kids. Or they didn't like their parents use dirty words, and they couldn't, so they don't use dirty words. They like bring themselves down to the child's level. I just don't agree with that. I'm an adult. I yeah, can, say, what I can I want. say whatever the fuck I want. Yeah. All right. So I think that concludes mail time. Actually, I have a, a to the point that you made about this kid passing this security thing. This really drives me wild. I don't have kids, so it's tough for me to weigh in. But if I did have kids, I can't see myself doing this. The fucking back-to-school things, where they write, like, on the chalkboard or the white dry erase board or whatever, and it has the kid's first and last name, his teacher's name, what he wants to be when he grows up, what school he goes to. It just has all of this personal information. I feel like that's a really bad idea. Where is it? 
on Facebook. It's all over Facebook, the back to school stuff. They put their kids out there. And I'm fine with you putting a picture of your kid on, on their first day back to school. And if you want to fill out the board and take a picture so you can have those, that's a great idea. That's awesome to look back yeah, at. Yeah, I would never do that. It doesn't need to be on your Facebook timeline for whoever wants that information. Yeah, for whoever crazy wants to check it out. Yeah, it just seems like a bad play, man. So, Pat, we went way off topic with the mail time, but I'm going to I'm gonna wrap this up because we got, we got movie reviews to get into. We sure do. Pretty fucking excited. What movie did you have to review? Risky Business. Oh, that's right. Andy Picture Movie. That's great. Andy the Driver. It's me, Versace. Whoops, somebody shot me. And I was just checking the mail. Get it? Checking the mail. <clears throat> All right, Pat. Time to do a movie review. I'm in. Let's do it. Uh, do you want to go first? Or you want me to go first? Either way, man. All right. So I watched uh, Risky Business today. Six point eight on IMDb. Had Tom Cruise, the dude, the captain from uh, Bad Boys. Oh yeah, the spiky-haired white guy. Yeah. Okay. I don't know his name. I'm gonna look it up right now while you give your review. Um, it was okay. I don't know if it'd be worth watching again. Uh, as I was watching, I really, I, I have seen it before, uh, but it was a very long time ago. <laughs> I mean, the movie was made in 83, which got me starting to think, how old is fucking Tom Cruise? Because he might have been like 20, 22 there. He's getting fucking old, huh? Yeah, he's no spring chicken at this point. Yeah. Uh, still does all of his own stunts, though. I don't know if you knew that. Joe Pantoliano. Yeah, that guy. Uh, but overall, it was good. I mean, it's a great story. It's what every probably high school kid dreams of, especially in the 80s. You know what I mean? That you run a brothel out of your house and make... He said he made $8,000, which back in the 80s was retarded money. Dude, this movie had um, a bunch of people in it. Yeah. Uh, Rebecca Rebecca DeMornay. Um, Richard Massore, which is, uh, man, I can't, I don't know anything else that he's in, but he looks super duper familiar. I'm, I'm going to check what he's in. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's just okay. You know what I mean? There's nothing special about the movie. Um, other than that, you know, and you see a couple naked chicks. So if you're like 13, the movie's all about, the movie's great to watch. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's all you're really looking for. Yeah. Boobies. Yeah. Some boobies, some butts. Um, yeah, it was okay. Nothing special. So the names may not be familiar to people, but if they look these people up, Bronson Pinchot, uh, is from, I want to say Mork and Mindy. Curtis Armstrong is the super weird looking dude from everything back then. This is a pretty solid cast, man. Uh, so I would say, yeah, I would say the cast was definitely from the eighties. You know what I mean? The biggest star, star out of all of them, clearly Tom Tom Cruise, that went on to do bigger and better things. Uh, the rest of them probably died out in the 80s, early 90s. Um, that being said, I would give it a 6, maybe a 6.0. I mean, like I said, it was not special. It was, it was good. The story's good. It's every high schooler's dream to bang a, uh, a prostitute and then run a run a uh, a thing with her, a brothel. Do you think that it's overrated because it's open to the public and maybe a younger audience is rating IMDb movies? 
Maybe, I mean, it's definitely not, like there's no way that movie's a six point eight. Okay. You know what I mean? There's just like it's a good movie. Does it get a six point eight because Tom Cruise is in it? I don't know. I mean, that's true. That's like uh, yeah, you're you pay extra money just to have the Jeep logo on your vehicle. Yeah. And maybe maybe you get a higher rating just to have Tom Cruise in your movie. Yeah, I mean, six point eight seems a little high, but again, IMDb, me and Andy, driver Andy established last week is trash. So uh, I think a, a solid six, six point one, would have been fair. Okay. Between five point nine and six point one. Okay. Okay. What do you think of uh, John Wick, Pat? John Wick. It's a seven point four on IMDb. Super low. Uh, the cast: Keanu Reeves, Willem Dafoe. Dean well, before you go any further, I want to point something out. I've never heard another human on this planet say this. Pat doesn't like Keanu Reeves as an actor. It's when he speaks, it's like God is hammering a nail into my eardrum. He's awesome, bro. All I hear is, I don't even know if he was Bill or Ted, but that stupid surfer character. Like, I have what, typecast Keanu Reeves. No, from Bill and Ted. And there's him. There's a couple of them, and they're not good. But so he did that when he was young. And I was young, and I had four older brothers, and they thought it was funny, so we watched it, and it was dreadful. It's not funny. It wasn't funny then. It's not funny now. Um, Do you know what's a great movie that he's in? Speed? No. Devil's Advocate. That is a good movie. Devil's Advocate would be... The only thing that could make Devil's Advocate better is if Keanu Reeves wasn't the main character. You're an idiot. Just replace him with literally anybody. Uh, Point Break. That's That's my oldest brother was saying the same thing. It's a good movie. All right, we're going back to this movie, All right, anyway. John Wick. John Wick. Keanu Reeves, Willem Dafoe, Dean Winters. If you're not sure who Dean Winters is, go ahead and look that up. You know who he is. You just don't know that you know. And the very gorgeous Adrian Palaki. Palaki. I don't really know how to say her name, but she's a smoke show. She's the female assassin in that shit. The one that gets him in a hotel? Yeah. Okay. So the intro to this movie is also a scene at the end of the movie. This instantly traps me into a world of thoughts and wonder. Uh, like a solid play as far as keeping an action movie from just being an action movie. Um, it's about a society less spoken of than like La Costa Nostra, right? This is These are murderers for hire. They're hitmen, hit women. Um, the highest tier of assassins who kind of have their own way of life, their own code of justice, right? And it is perfectly represented by they have this hotel that they use that accepts like a separate form of currency um, than anybody else in the world. It's like an elite group who knows each other. They respect each other. They talk like they're not assassins. Um, and it's just like a, a mutual respect thing. It's a concept that I can only assume is realer than we really understand. Like, I don't feel like that's far-fetched. I know you and Driver Andy and Paul Walker were saying, like, oh, this movie's not realistic. Patrick's not going to like it. I thought that the premise of this, super realistic. We don't see it. No, I said the movie is realistic. Yeah, it doesn't have to be real. It just has to be realistic. I could see this being a thing. They started laughing and saying it wasn't realistic because of the types of things that Keanu Reeves can do. Right. But there's people out there that, that can do that shit. Well, and so when they said that, I instantly, of course, pictured The Matrix, because that's a movie where it's unrealistic, the things that Keanu Reeves can do. This is not that. So uh, his patented finishing move to ensure that no matter how dead someone may or may not be, he still puts a fucking bullet in their skull. 
That is fantastic. This, like, mixed with a ton of, like, Tang Sudo, Wing Chun, um, just, like, the, that style of trapping along with, like, tons of awesome takedowns, hip throws, lots of judo in the movie, full use of his environment, like, accuracy, like Billy the Kid. Um, it basically makes him one of the coolest and most badass main characters of any film ever. The dude just, like, all... He's so well-rounded as a main character. Um Admittedly, I'm not much of an action movie guy. I really, I prefer like a slower paced true story. Um, that said, this may possibly be the single best action movie I've ever seen, including the original Taken, uh, which I really, like in my lifetime, I never expected anything to top Taken. Taken was incredible. I've never seen it. Really? Really? Man, and you're an action movie guy. Taken's badass. <laughs> Um, this may actually be underrated at 7.4 because there's a ton of killing. There's a bunch of like choreographed fight scenes, which I could see counting against scores of people who don't prefer those things or prefer them in moderation. Um, The storyline itself is fantastic. Yeah. It's a great story. Uh, Yeah. On top of everything else, it's not just an action movie, which is, I really thought I was just going to be full throttle the whole time, which doesn't excite me, but like taken, I watched in the theater and I was literally, I found myself sitting on the edge of my seat, like holding the bottom of the seat. This was no different. This was fucking fantastic. Um, Paul Walker made an incredible pick on this one. It's unfortunate that Tommy, I'm not done with my movie review. It's unfortunate. Pretty soon you're going to be doing a fucking podcast, Paul Walker. It's unfortunate that Tommy will be taking back over the duty of picking out my films. That's the end. Here's the thing, Pat. We all picked. As soon as you said you hadn't seen John Wick, all three of us said, you need to watch watch John Wick. It's weird that you're going to try to steal Paul Walker's Thunder on this one. Okay. I'll get you one better. Uh, for the next time we do a movie review, which I don't think he's going to be able to do on Thursdays, but uh, so we'll say next Monday's episode. Okay. You have to watch John Wick, too. It's only me watch a sequel, bro. Pat, I will tell you this. It's not like most sequels. It's not going to let you down. Well, as much as I love John Wick, I am not looking forward to watching John Wick Part 2. Really? Yeah. Does nothing for me. Uh, you enjoyed it. Yeah, I, so here's the thing with sequels. They're the same exact thing again. They're not. I will say, like, during this, the first one, I repeatedly was thinking, like, so what's the second one going to be about? Like, you can't do the same exact story. Well, so now the third one's out, and I think, so, I'm going to watch Taken. That's going to be my movie. I'm sorry, did you just pick your own movie? Okay, Pat, you need to pick a movie for me. I'd like to see you watch Taken. Okay. I knew what you were going to say for me to watch. That wasn't what I was going to pick. But we'll go with Taken, because in the spirit of me picking movies that I think you'll like, you kind of have to watch Taken. Okay. And then, since neither of us have seen John Wick 3, we'll do that one together. Like, we'll watch it together? We'll watch it together and review it on the next episode. Okay. Or not on the next episode, but the episode after the next episode. On an episode to be named later. Got it. So, there you go, Pat. Like, uh, what would you rate it, Pat? Hmm. That's tough. I would go 7.9, 8.1. As an action movie... I mean, it's it's in the nines. As a movie overall, I'm going mid-eights, which, I mean, that's pretty fucking high. It, it's a good fucking movie. It, mm, Every when fucking... When the alarm went off, I could have silenced my phone. Yeah, he could have done it earlier. By the way, there was a chime earlier. I have no controller. That was my computer. 
So I told, I tried to, I sent a text message to Emily earlier, and I said, you should have Rose and Blanche just listen to episode 13, which is, of course, where I just got done trying to bribe them into lying to her. Uh, and she said, why would they not listen to episodes 1 through 12? Never. So that went poorly. My plan has not succeeded. Well, funny for her, there's no more episode 1. It's gone. That's true. She can't listen to episode 1. Quality issues. Very bad issues. Uh, so, okay. Again, risky business was good. Um, I would like to get out of the 80s a little bit. Oh, like, would you? It has, it's not, the problem is these movies were, pro, like, Risky Business, I can imagine when it came out, was a great movie, right? Yeah, but if it was only a great movie when it came out, then it wasn't really a great movie. That's like saying Star Wars was a great movie when it came out. Star Wars is still a great movie. I don't think that's true. That's because you're a dumb, dumb face. That, that's your opinion, Pat. What I'm saying is, a lot of movies don't hold hold up to the test of time. They're great when they come out. This one's mine, didn't they? I actually feel that way about music. Like, music that doesn't that. hold up over time is not worth listening to. <laughs> Me and Colin are in the car today. Yeah. And I'm listening to some Tom McDonald, because I think my new favorite song is I, I Hate Hip Hop. Uh, Again, years ago, I tried to get you to listen to that specific song. Did you listen to the new one that came out Friday? No. Uh, it's called I'm So Corny, and it is the video is fantastic. We're going to take a break after the segment and listen to that. But anyway, uh, so I go, come what? because he's upset that he doesn't like Tom McDonald because, you know, he wants to listen to what's cool with the kids today, not what's actual good music. So I'm like, what do you like? And he goes, I'm like, what's your favorite song? And he goes, oh, I don't know. Wop, wop, wop. No. Like, Lose Yourself by Eminem. I'm like, dude, that song was made before you were even fucking born, dude. Bro, that, this is how old Lose Yourself was. It came out in the 90s. I think it came out in the 2000s, but the very beginning of the 2000s. I'm positive of that, actually, because I was in high school. That's how old it is. I was in high school. I remember just hopping theater to theater to theater, watching 8 Mile just a hundred times for the price of one, because we just wanted to keep watching the rap battles over and over and over. The same rap battles. Yeah. You are the cheesiest motherfucker. Nah, ever man. He ripped Papa Doc to shreds and lickety split. Fuck those motherfuckers. Get him, B-Rabbit. Was it 313? Yeah. 313, bro. That's right. Fuck the free world. Yeah. Free world pussies. Right. I feel like we've done... We've gone long form on the 8 Mile, which is kind of unnecessary. Yeah. We should review 8 Mile. I'm, I gotta tell you. It wasn't a good movie. I mean, it's it's a good story because it's fairly close Accurate. to his. Yeah. yeah. But it's not a great movie. He does much better than I would have expected a rapper or just a regular human being in their first film. Um, he's in the entire thing. Like, there aren't really scenes without him. True. Which, you know, even in movies where, you know, Tom Cruise is the star, you get a bunch of scenes without Tom Cruise. Um, the rap battles are Actually, absolute no, classics. I don't think there's a scene in Risky Business without Tom Cruise on it. Okay. Well, that's, and that formula has probably been changed a little bit nowadays, and we kind of keep um, the main character. Was there a scene in John a... Wick without Keanu Reeves? Oh, yeah. There's a bunch of stuff with, like, the Russians and stuff. There's Russians in that movie? Germans? Uh, I'm pretty sure there were Russians. I know there's some sort of uh, non-Americans. Europeans? Yeah, Europeans. All right, so that's movie time. Uh, look forward to seeing uh, Taken. 
And John Wick, too. Just as a quick reminder, Rose and Blanche, uh, today's episode was about our favorite types of flowers. And do we like lavender just a little bit too much? I'm not even going to respond to that shit. All right, so we're going to do something new today. We're going to call this the Karen segment. If you guys don't know what a Karen is, I don't know where you've been living. But a Karen is uh, typically, typically not always a... uh, a uppity white woman who feels the need to express her views and put other people down. I I just want to throw out there, if you are worried about are we too dirty-minded, because um, some people are saying that maybe my language is affecting the podcast. Are you about to call me Mama Karen? No. Wow. You definitely just called your Mama Karen. I, I, I didn't call her shit. I was going to say, maybe we don't do a segment where we trash... Women specifically. It's not women in general. It's Karens. Okay. How many male Karens are out there? I'm sure there's a ton of them. Can we call them Brads? I feel like Brad is the appropriate counterpart to Karen. call them Karens. They're probably on their way to being transgender anyway. (laughs) You know, I didn't tell you this. Uh, I got multiple messages from uh, females who were so angry that they didn't write into the show because they didn't want to offend me and you because they were so against your degradation of transgender culture. It was, uh, it was bad. I don't know how I didn't bring this up to you sooner. I meant to tell you. Pat, I don't believe anything that you said because if they're not writing in, then it doesn't exist. I mean, I could just show you on my phone. I don't give a shit. Th- does that still not exist? The- yeah, show it to me. All right. I mean, screenshot it, email it to us, and we'll read it on there. I tried to tell both of them to write in. They clear. I couldn't have offended them too bad, or else they would have carried my ass and sent an email, probably a vlog, about what a piece of shit I am because I don't b- believe that people should be transgender. Well, I'm sorry. I didn't realize that we stopped living in the United States of America where we're all allowed to have our own opinion. What If you do recall the last episode, I did say that... They have the option or their choice to do that. It doesn't mean that I have to agree with them. If people would finally realize that, that in the United States of America, you can do whatever the fuck you want. As long as you're not killing anybody or infringing on anybody else's liberty or freedom, you can do whatever you want. I don't care. It doesn't mean I have to agree with it. Am I wrong? Well, I feel like the counter argument is then what's the problem with them having an opinion? You're very upset about them having an opinion. I'm not upset about them having an opinion. Just don't hide behind Patrick's phone. Send Just... it to the show. We'll debate it. Yeah, you don't want to be on my phone. There's all kinds of gross stuff in here. You, you, you've you elevated. You've elevated because I just mentioned that they were upset about what you said. Now you are upset about what they said about what you said. I'm not upset. Like, calmed right down, didn't you? I'm not upset. I'm not no. upset. I'm just saying. Why you want to go, go skip rope? If you have something to say about it, at least I'm willing to put my opinion out there and say what, how I feel about it. That's my right as an American. It's your right to as an American to feel however it is that you want to feel about it. And if you want to debate me, not hide behind Pat's phone or tell me your opinion and not hide behind Pat's phone, you know my opinion. Tell me yours. Paul Walker was very open and told me right on a review of the podcast how and asked me stuff, and we answered the questions. I thought it was a very good conversation. I think we've all left understanding one another and somewhat agreeing. Ladies, 
I'm going to have to agree. If uh, if you want to have this conversation, you're going to have to have this conversation. You're going to yeah, have to write I mean, in. Like, like, don't, you can't be upset about something and then just hide about it. At least I'm willing. Like, that's the whole point about the podcast, right? Or, like, my view on the podcast is I'm not afraid of the things that I feel or say or whatever. Because at the end of the day, it's my right to feel this way. Just like it's your right to be upset that I don't want people to be transgender. Or I don't uh, wouldn't agree with my son to be transgender. Oh, you know a question I had that I didn't get the chance to ask you? Um, it might have actually come to me well, how you always get, Like, we started this segment as a Karen thing, and you got me so sidetracked about yelling at people that I may or may not know about my views off the last episode. Yeah, we're still going to cover the Karen stuff. I just, things pop into my head, man, and I got to I gotta get them out before I forget again. Um, no. Okay, so you mentioned that Colin can be transgender once he's out of your house. Yes. So this question has been weighing on my mind. It's popping in and out constantly because I'm so forgetful. If Colin were to become transgender if he if he transitioned into a female could he still come over your house yes like thanksgiving dinner yes colin will always be my son no matter what decisions he uh, makes. no I, I i felt that that was the answer but we didn't cover it the and key I, word there was colin will always be my son but anyway oh boy and he'll always be welcome in my house he will not be welcome to live in my house if he chooses to do that stuff after he's 19 years old and graduates high school but he can still visit. He can still visit. I'm always, I'm never going to disown. My son would have to murder my wife in order to get me to disown. Man, that's fucked up. You would take your wife over your son? Huh? You would take your wife over your son? That's not what I said. <laughs> I said he would have to murder my wife. It sounds like you're taking sides. I'm not taking sides. I'm playing, man. I'm playing. If, if it helps you, Pat, if my wife murders my son... We would get divorced. All right. Maybe. <laughs> I'm like a Erica, you're not allowed to murder Colin. Even though we all want to sometimes. We real pain in the ass. We and should, you, since you mentioned Erica's name, before we get back onto the Karen topic. Oh, Pat, I thought that she just blew your doors off so bad that you weren't even going to mention it. No, 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 no. Here's the thing. So I knew that Erica would write a response. I wrote a response to Erica's response that was so fucked up that after her response, I'm not comfortable with my response. So so basically, she did what Eminem did to Papa Doc in 8 Mile and just shut your ass down. No. He, she made you choke. You're not willing to say what you got to say. It's more like... Don't hear it. Tom, it's a bad idea. Let's it's, fucking hear it, man. Oh, my God. It's such a bad idea. I'm going into... Re oh, my God. This is such a bad fucking idea. Do you want to do it now? That's I mean, how much of an Eminem wannabe you are. You can't be punked by Papa Doc. We have the Karen segment. Are you sure you want to do this? Why, do you call my wife a Karen? No. That'd be hilarious. No, I, I don't... Uh, I do um, add to... So, I the first edition was all about her loose morals. The yeah, second... What's that? Yeah, we understood. Yeah. The second edition takes her loose morals to a, uh, a new level, but it also includes the fact that she is 15 years your senior, and uh, at one point I go as far as to call her mother time. You know, like father time? 
It's not good, dude. It's really fucked up. Yeah, Pat, maybe you should leave that one alone. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I mean, it's really only for your protection. <laughs> uh, yeah, I completely agree. I should not. What I'm going to do is I'm going to save. I'm going to hold on to this, okay? And at some point, this material is all going to be usable. Somebody's going to get fucking blasted. Rose and Blanche, watch your backs. Start giving good feedback to Emily because you don't want to be at the other end of this. I really want you to throw it at Erica. It's just I'm afraid of the response that you might get. It's uh, it's not good, dude. It's It's really, really fucked up. I actually go as far as to explain how the Timex watch got inside her crotch. Like, in detail. <laughs> this is not something... You know what? The are we too dirty-minded question being at the beginning of this podcast, to answer that, no, because we're not going to do the comeback. So, to be fair to that, if my mom's listening to this, I did tell her that Erica wrote you a rap back. And I played that for her out of the episode last week, and she really enjoyed it. Oh, so what Erica said was funny. Yeah, what you say is just dirty and disgusting. She talked about a dead cat, man. You killed the cat and then threw it in the trash, Pat. I also... And then it got upset that you threw it away. I also talk about a similar stench between her and the dead cat. Nice. Yeah. You can see the correlation there. I mean, it's, it's, the, the joke writes itself. All right. Anyway. I think we should get to the Karen topic. Anyway, so let's round this up before we move on to the whole segment here. Uh, girls, whoever you were, I don't know who you were... If you guys want to have a debate about this or send in your feedback about my views and we can discuss your views, uh, the number nine podcast at gmail.com or www.number9podcast.com. Go on there. You can shoot us an email and I'll gladly read them on the air and we can debate the topic. Or maybe if Pat knows you, we can get you to call in and we'll do a whole debate. For the this. love of God, please let this happen. I'll even I'll be the moderator because I can take either side in the argument. <laughs> That's all Pat does is he takes either side in the argument. He he doesn't really put any real opinion out there. I literally just oppose Tom with everything we talk about. Yeah. So his true feelings never come out on the podcast. But that's neither here That's nor not there. true at all. That's a podcast for a different day. Uh, so we're gonna get into this Karen lady. So I'm scrolling through Facebook earlier it's today. Up right? that you like tried to throw me under the bus. And oh, then I ain't got throw you under the bus. I listen. Listen, I, I, for I people think, who really know you and listen to this, they understand what I'm saying. I don't think that my honesty can be called into question on this podcast. Your One honesty about what? Anything and everything. Who said that you lied about anything? You said they'll never know Pat's true feelings. I don't feel like you air out your uh, 100% true uh, view on things when we talk about them. What what thing did I not air out my true feelings on? Transgender. Nobody asked me about transgender. They asked you. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You don't put yourself in a position to put your opinion out there, which if I didn't, at least one of us has to put our opinion out there, because if we don't, nobody's going to listen. There are two topics that I am, like I just straddle the fucking morality fence on. One of them is abortion, and the other one is transgender. The transgender thing, it's not that I agree or disagree with it. It's that I don't fucking understand. Like, I'm not capable of understanding how 
there was just this huge wave. And I get it. Like one person comes out. So then I said it was a cool thing to do, Pat. That's why they're doing it. I get that it opens the floodgates and I don't, I don't know that it's because it's the cool thing to do. You know, there are, we see it like with Bill Cosby, you know, all those women kept, kept quiet because it's embarrassing and because who the fuck is going to believe them versus Bill Cosby and all his money and all his lawyers. Well, look at that. Bill Cosby's in jail because they believe them. Right. But that's because once the floodgates opened, there were more people willing to come forward and be honest. So if that's what's happening with the transgender thing, then who the fuck am I to formulate a negative opinion towards it? Like, I don't have a negative opinion. Agreed. You don't have a negative opinion. My opinion is very positive. Do you think they can hear me winking at you through the microphone? How is my opinion negative? I just winked at him. I just said they have the choice to do whatever they want. It doesn't mean I have to agree with it. I know. But you you like you've repeatedly called hers, hims, and hims, hers. Like, you, I don't know. I'm yeah. sorry that I choose to call people by whatever they were born as. Okay. I You don't have to apologize to me, man. I think you're entitled to your opinion. I don't have a beef with it. I well, didn't write it. Apparently, a lot of people do have a problem with my opinion. I didn't And text don't me. think that I'm entitled to have that opinion. Um, and uh, the, I guess I'm not an American with the same rights and liberties as everybody else. No, I think you are. Oh, but they don't. That's what I'm saying. I don't think they don't think you have the right. I think that they vehemently disagree with you and would like to share their opinion, but for whatever reason have so far... Emphasis on so far, chosen not to. Now, you laying out the gauntlet and just straight bitch smacking them with your knight in shining armor glove may get the responses that we were expecting. Let's hope so. Um, yeah. Anyway, so back to this Karen lady. Anywho. So I'm on Facebook earlier today, right? I'm scrolling through and I see this video and it says, uh, Karen complains about a loud car. So I watched the video, right? And I'm going to play the video for you guys. I already recorded it. And then we're going to talk about it. Hi. Hello. Are you the owner of the, the orange car? I'm yes. Back. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to talk to you for a bit. I'm one of your neighbors. And yeah. it's I love really loud. loud. I know. Like, my window's out. I know. And it's been a long time. Yeah. And, like, I don't want it to become a problem. Is, is it necessary for it to be that loud? Well, that's, that's how the car is. It's a race car. But I was I was fixing it so that it's. Uh, I know, but it's pretty it's regular be, it's, and like. It's gonna be like that every time I go in and out. There's nothing you can do. No, it's a race car. I take it in and out. If I drive it, it's gonna. I can't shut off the. I mean, there's no insul like this. It's really. It's very I'm sorry, detrimental I'm, to the living. Until I sell it, you I mean, can't I, put it somewhere. I mean, like no, I drive that car. Yeah, I don't day. want it to be a problem, but you're I know, not but giving I, me anything, and it's been years. I'm, I know. I have cars all the time. I mean, but you know this is loud and it's really inconsiderate to your neighbors. Well, yeah, yeah. There's been times I that it's been. Work. I understand. Right, but, but like I, my windows. Ma'am, listen. I'm gonna drive the car. I'm not gonna lie to you and say I'm not gonna do it, and then I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna drive the car. I go to work and I come back with it. I don't leave it running for hours. I was fixing it right now. Yeah, it's daytime. I okay? understand that. I, I, I don't want to be an asshole like, and all that. But go over there. I'm gonna drive the car. I bought the. I just bought the car. I'm gonna have fun with it. It's my toy. Yeah. Do you hear that? It's not in my backyard. I I understand, but I, the wife complains okay. the same thing about well, about the windows too. But 
I'm going to drive well, my then car. Then we're going to have to have other means of intervention here. I'm trying to say, really, I'm, I mean, I'm leaving. And some, ordinances, it's really, this is a residential neighborhood. And you I understand, not but I'm driving that car. I'm going to drive the car. I'm going to drive the car to work. I'm going to be neighborly. And I'm you're, trying you're to. not giving me anything. Well, I'm not going to lie to you and say I'm not. I'm going to make it a problem. You do what you got to do, man. Because I'm just going to drive the car home. And back. I'm not leaving the car running. I understand. I'm neighborly. I've never had a. Pro I've never had anybody ring my doorbell, even my next door neighbor. Okay. I've never had that problem. I understand. Okay. I I don't even like the sound, but the car is loud. There's nothing I can do. It's not like I can muffle the sound. It's just a straight race car. Okay. So you think it's perfectly okay to interrupt everybody else's day, whether they bring it to your attention or not, knowing you knowing full well that it's a problem. You're admitting I, it's a problem, but you have nothing. It's loud. I mean, look at all these things. You look by Tui. I mean, look how loud it no, is. No, no, no. I understand that. There's planes above my head, too. But okay. this is something right here that could be rectified, or you could What, what do you want me to do? Well, just tell me. What do you want me to do? Blow up the car? Throw it away? No. What do you want me to do? I just paid forty grand for that car. What do you want me to do with the car? That's not your problem. Thank you. But the noise I understand. is going I, to be I'll your think. problem. All right. Have a nice day. All right. So this lady has the balls to go over to this guy's house i guess she lives behind this guy and this guy has a car that's loud it's a race car from the video i watched it said it was a nova if you know anything about cars novas are old muscle cars they tend to be loud because they got v8s in them they put crazy exhausts on them whatever the guy apparently is driving it every day it seems and yeah this it's clearly his daily driver that he spent forty thousand dollars on Okay. Good money. Yeah, good money. And this lady comes over to complain because it's loud and it disrupts her day, according to her, and wants him to do something about it. And he straight up tells, like, like there's nothing I can do. What do you want? I'm not going to not drive a car. That's dumb. Like, I just don't understand. Like, who has the ball? My neighbor here sets off fireworks randomly. And my dogs go sucker. retarded. And I've said something to him, like in passing, like, hey, man, give me a heads up or you're going to laugh some fireworks. I'll put the dogs in the basement or something. Like, but I'm not like, and mind you, I've known this kid since I was seven years old. You know what I mean? This yeah. is a kid I've known my entire life. So if I bust his balls, that's one thing I know. Him. This lady, no idea who this guy is. Comes and knocks on the door and says, hey, quit driving the car or else I'm going to do something about it. I don't know what the hell she's going to do. What, like, what is she going to do? I don't know if there's anything she can do. This looks to me like a person who complained to their significant other. The significant other did not agree to the extent that they wanted them to. So she went to her husband and was like, that car is loud. And he was like, I agree, that car is loud. And she was like. You should go say something. And he was like, well, no, because like it's the, the car's loud. Like, that's the whole problem. It's just loud. And she was like, nope, fuck that. And then it escalated like she didn't like how that conversation went. So it spilled like her marital problems spilled over into this poor kid's lap. And she doesn't give two shits that he paid forty thousand dollars for this car. That she's asking him not to drive anymore because it's an inconvenience to her somehow. Yeah. Put in some fucking ear, like some earplugs or something. I, I don't know. Now, we played the clip. What we did not play was the video 
Um, this woman does not have young kids. There's no way. She's, oh, she might, man. She's probably in her mid-40s. She might have young kids. Oof. You think she has infants at home? I don't really know. I don't know, man. People have kids at all sorts of ages now. She didn't mention young kids. How about that? She di- she does not mention young kids. So this woman is upset because either like her fucking nap time or maybe he works third shift and her legit sleep time is disturbed. But she's also alone, right? Like I had I had a exhaust leak at one point. You remember Betty? Yeah. The white car. So Betty had an exhaust leak. And my neighbor straight up texted me and was like, hey, the the neighbors are talking about signing a petition to have the police address you about your exhaust. To be fair, that was the fucking neighborhood. It was a real ritzy neighborhood. But I fixed the exhaust that day and went just to everybody that I could to make it a point to say, hey, you don't have to call the police. I fixed my exhaust. Like, none of them had the balls to say anything to me. At least this woman nutted up, went over, aired out her grievance. I don't care how unreasonable it was, because people have unreasonable grievances all the time. At least this woman, like, did it with a, a spine, right? Like a backbone. I kind of am okay. Are you saying that you're a Karen? No. I'm okay you, with the fact that this you woman you didn't spoke know how her many piece. male Karen, Karens there were? Brad's. Brad's. I'm looking at a fucking Brad right now. Name the time that I've ever complained about anybody else's behavior ever. All the time. Really? Do you think I've gone to my neighbor's house to tell them how to behave? No, that's not what it, You said name the time that I've complained about somebody else's behavior. Well, listen, if I tell you that you're being a piece of shit, that's because I'm your friend, not because I'm a Brad. I don't go... When you complain about people drinking... Drinking and driving? No, that's unsafe. just in drinking. Oh, I don't like it. I don't complain about it. I keep myself out of that situation. Being a fucking Brad would be going to the party and then complaining that I was there. I don't go. I don't even accept the invitation. I'm like, nah, I'm not going. Listen, I'm with you. All I'm saying is, if one of my neighbors comes to my fucking house, and you know which one it'd be, you know. Oh, I sure do. The competitor. Yeah. (laughs) If anybody comes to my fucking house... To tell me to do something at my house because I'm being too loud, I'm gonna fucking snap. Like I don't see how people get off. You know what I mean? Like I have a neighbor here. He lives across the street in that White House there. Yeah. Right. Some set Friday and Saturday nights, so dude. They'll throw parties, and I'm talking music blaring, yeah. echoing off the woods. I know what you're talking about. Do you remember when I first moved in here? <clears throat> I actually asked you. I said, "Is there an open?" concert venue behind those houses because the music was so loud that I legitimately thought there was like live music being played and I didn't know that there was like an amphitheater behind the neighborhood yeah. and there's not it was their speakers yeah I mean it's loud I'm talking this guy goes till one two o'clock in the morning yeah we never said a thing to him why would no, we why who would cares? I? Who cares? Um, the I guy's enjoying his life I have some like I don't know 22 to 26 year old girls that live like so there's nobody technically next to me but they're next to me on the next street over so my house is like perpendicular to yeah, your backyard's me my side yard their backyard yeah whatever. um but they party normally on friday nights which i work on saturdays they party on friday nights i don't know what time they stop because i just go to sleep it doesn't fucking bother me to the point where i would ever complain i sure as shit 
wouldn't like start a petition to call the police. I wouldn't go knock on their door and tell them they need to be quiet. They're 22 to 26 years old. They're going to party. Yeah, we've all been there. Yeah. I just don't understand what's with these people that feel the need to say shit to other people. Like, mind your fucking business. Well, and so uh, uh, in my neighborhood, shit, these, these are the same people who, like, none of them when I moved in came and said hello. They didn't introduce themselves to me. Um, there was the, the exhaust incident I fixed that day, same day. He texted me in the morning, and it was fixed by the time I got home. So it's it's not like these people can't just... Well, like, at least that neighbor texted you and said something. Because all these other motherfuckers are talking shit behind your back. Yeah, so there, there's a right way to do this. Going to the door and demanding that he sell his car or not drive it, that's stupid. But saying, hey, is there a way to make the car quieter? And if the answer is no, well, it is what it is. Sorry. Yeah, you live with it. I mean, trust me, Betty was no muscle car. Betty was a beaut. Oh, God, I love that car. <clears throat> so I think we should try and start doing a, a Karen segment every week. Well, there's plenty of them out there. Yeah, well, you gotta pick through them because some of them are just ridiculous. I, I I was looking at some today. And, I yeah, I didn't find this one to be over the top, but they're out. It there. wasn't over the top, but what bothered me about it is, like I said, where the fuck does this lady get off? I don't know, man. Like I could never do that to somebody, unless I knew. Like if I like if it was done, done that lights off the fireworks. Yeah, I could say something to him because I've known him my whole life. Well, and so okay, so again, this car drives by twice a day. All right. She's not like, hey, why is the car running for an hour in your driveway? In fact, he specifically says, it's not like I have the car running for an hour in my driveway. Today it was because I was working on it, is what he says. Right. You know what I mean? So he, like, he's being real. Like, yeah, I understand it's loud. I'm sorry. I was working on the car. and But she brings it to a whole, like, I don't want to hear it at all. Leaving, coming, going. Like, what? Yeah, so there are, there are very few things <laughs> that would cause me to go out of my way. Um, we know that I will quickly pull over the car. Like if I see domestic violence, if listen, if my neighbor is beating his wife in his front yard, I'm gonna interject myself. Uh-huh. If, if you're beating the shit out of an animal, I'm going to interject myself. Other than Even that, if it was a dog. Yeah, man. I, I don't like dogs. That doesn't mean I want to watch dogs get beaten. Pat hesitated. To answer that question, no, because well, I was like, Well, that wouldn't be nearly as bad as a cat in my head. <laughs> um, no, man, listen, if it if it's not affecting somebody, uh, this goes back to like the American thing, right? If it's not affecting your like life, liberty, or pursuit of happiness, then leave it the fuck alone. Well, Karen would uh argue that the noise is affecting her pursuit of happiness, yeah, for 30 seconds at a clip. Well, those 30 seconds add up. You only get so much time on this earth, Pat. If you took the collective total, right, the entire total of the time that this woman has been affected by that exhaust, so let's say we'll give her a full minute, a full minute twice a day, every day, for we'll call it two years. That's, quick math here, 730 minutes Right? It's 1,400 minutes. It's two years. Oh, yeah, it's twice twice a day. My bad. Okay. So it's 1,460 minutes. Plus, we'll call the hour 60 more minutes. So we'll call it roughly 1,500 minutes. How long is that? 
You did 15,000. Uh, okay, okay, you're right. 62 hours. 62 hours. So. That's 2.6 days. Yeah. I mean, over the course of two years, I don't call that an infringement on her she rights. She lost two days of her life, Pat. Yeah, I don't call that an infringement on her rights. I just don't. Okay. But listen, I had I had blue balls for like 10 hours one time. Uh, that That's legitimately more than a third of the time she's spent over the course of these two years. Okay, Pat. I don't get what you're doing right now. Nothing. I just, I'm choosing not to argue with you. Uh, what's your argument? Well, cause if, say she got arrested and put in jail for 2.6 days for something that she didn't do. That obstructed her pursuit of happiness for two days, and that's not fair. Well, it's not fair, but what are you going to do? Well, I'm so should you. we? Okay. I'm with so, you. So she's, it's not, oh, what are you going to do? She's saying, get rid of your car. Don't drive it. That's unfortunately not how it works, man. I would tell her, sell your house, move. That's what I would say. Absolutely. I'm sorry that my car is affecting you to the point where one of us needs to make a change. Feel free to make the change. Yeah, because I'm perfectly happy. <laughs> yeah. I don't mind you being quiet next to me. Please don't mind me being loud next to you. Uh, it's crazy world we're living in, Pat. It's fucking crazy. Uh... I think we covered everything today except for a memory story. Uh, we had a couple other headlines. Oh, yeah. Shit. Forgot. I'm tired, man. Don't want to week. So this guy, the, the headline here, it's from September 12th, 2020. This is super relevant. This is out of Canada. It says, man ordered to pay spousal support even though he wasn't married, had no house, or children with the complainant. So this is a wealthy Toronto businessman. He's on the hook to pay his ex-girlfriend. Girlfriend, not wife. His ex-girlfriend. Are you going to read the whole article? No. Oh, okay. More than $50,000 a month for the next 10 years. So here's why. They've never been married. They've never lived together. He's a multimillionaire. And he's in this dating relationship with this woman for 14 years. He's a divorced father of three. She's a separated mother of two when they meet, right? That's back in 2001. So they regularly stay at each other's houses. So that's another alarm. That's my bad. That's my bad. Unreal. They go on three vacation the, together. Three in this fucking episode. They have sleepovers. Um... He gets her expensive gifts, including, not fucking around here, a 7.5 carat diamond ring. Thousands of dollars each month. A credit card that he paid for. He paid off her mortgage. All of this while they were dating. They never combined bank accounts. They never bought property together. They never had children together. The relationship ends in May of 2015. And the court recognizes her as his... Legal spouse because they were travel companions and significant others, nothing more. But the court argued that because they vacationed together and they did sleepovers together, that that was enough time that he should have to pay $53,000 and well, $53,077 a month indefinitely, period and sentence, $53,000 every month for the rest of their lives. 
Then the court came back after a, a an objection was filed, and it changed it to fifty thousand fifty three thousand seventy seven dollars for the next ten years, because. In Ontario law, an unmarried couple is considered common law spouses if they have cohabitated continuously for at least three years. Which, by the way, they have not. They have not cohabitated <laughs> continuously for at least three years. But over the course of the 14 years, they spent at least three years cohabitating. So that's how that went. <laughs> it's, uh... This... That'll make you want to move to Canada, huh? That's one of the most fucked up things I've ever heard. So here's the thing. This guy bought her a seven and a half carat diamond. There's a reason they never got married. He bought her a seven and a half carat diamond ring. It says they, right in there. Why did they get married? What does it say? She was unwilling to sign a prenup. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she refused to sign a prenup. So the one thing that he didn't want to do was give her a bunch of money if For this no went reason. south. The one thing she gets out of this relationship is she walks away with a bunch of money because it went south. Yeah. I, I, there aren't words, man. Absolutely sickening. It grosses me out. I don't know what that guy does for a living, but I can tell you that he did that work and he earned that money. I don't think really. I mean, if he's walking around buying her seven-carat diamonds, dude, I mean. The guy's seven got, and a half. Yeah, you get it. I assume he's not walking around. I assume the guy's like, got the money. He's got to be prancing at that point. If you're buying seven and a half carat diamonds for girlfriends, if I was her, him, just to say fuck you, I'd hit all up front. He's going to object. Ag- he's going to object again. Well, what's that? That's going to be six million dollars a year, so or six uh, six hundred thousand dollars a year. So that's six million dollars. Yeah. Yikes! I can't. Uh... I can't imagine that type of money. But On a girl you were just banging. I mean, they, 14 years they were banging. That's a lot of banging. Maybe. Now they're only banging once a month. That's a good point. Yeah, like, That's a good point. It's crazy. And he was just being a nice guy. Paid off her house. Bought Ooh. her a diamond. Took her on vacation a bunch of times. That a, should all be counted. So, like, of the $6 million that he now owes her... Every penny he's given her in the relationship should, should come off the top of the six million. No, no, no. That was damn while they were together. That doesn't count. Just saying, man. Anyway, way to end the show on a positive note, Pat. I thought we had more stuff to do. That's it, man. What else we got? I don't know. You said the only thing we have left is blank. I can't remember what the blank was. It was a memories. And I said, I don't really have a memory story right now, so... I'm not allowed to share my memory stories anymore. No, mom doesn't listen anymore. You can share them all you want. I don't want to lose any more listeners, man. uh, Well, apparently we're losing listeners because of me too, Pat, because I don't, because my views on transgenderism, which I think are pretty liberal, where you have the choice to do whatever the hell it is that you want to do. Did you say you feel like your views are liberal? Yeah. All right, they're not liberal, but they're. I feel people have the right to do whatever they want, as long as it, they don't go anywhere near you. That, I never said they couldn't be around me. They can't live in your house. That is true. Yes. Okay. That would affect my pursuit of happiness. <laughs> Why would it affect your pursuit of happiness? 
because I don't agree with their decisions. That'd be like having a murderer live in my house. I don't agree with their decisions. I was here for 16 months, man. You're not a murderer, Pat. Oh, right. No, no, no. Winky face. My bad. I fucking hate you. Uh, Yeah, that'd be like, you know what I mean? I don't see how my view on it is unreasonable. And I'm not saying that they all need to die. This is totally uncalled for. I don't agree with that view or that decision. So I don't want to be around my house. I missed what you said. Did you say they all need to die? I did not say that. That's I said, it's not like I said. In case, it's not like I said that. That's it. We're cutting that piece out. Um, not like you said what? I'm not doing it again, Pat. Oh. There's more to edit out. I'm not going to edit it out. Um, yeah, so I think that's where we're going to end. Uh, I want to say uh, rest you- in peace to my grandmother, Ma. Uh, she was 81. She would have been 80. She would have been 81 or 82 Sunday. Uh, That's a good run, man. Yeah, not bad. Uh, still sad. My parents were trying to make some uh, some moves. I got her to move up with with them to Virginia, but uh didn't work out. So I uh, had to take care of some stuff, had to help my dad out, get him to the airport and stuff. So we weren't able to record. Um, but yeah, rest in peace to Ma. Uh, Are we you- not going to do... Nah, man, I don't want to do death rituals. We're not Indians or anything. It was right. We can actually talk about. I don't know if you mean Indian, like Native American, which they have uh, their own rituals. We're not Native American, or and we're not Indian from India. Okay, but I'm sure they each have their own rituals. They do. Some of them are fascinating. Yeah, I'm not about that stuff. I don't like talking about death, Pat. You know that. I would I'm, like this to be known too. I. Uh, until this year, I have not lost a single person that was close to me, like in my circle of people, until I lost a friend of mine in uh, March. So it's been a pretty rough year for losing people. I haven't lost a family member in forever. Actually, the last family member I lost that was like in my immediate family was my grandfather when I was like this seven. This woman's husband? Yeah, when I was like seven. So. Boy, you're pretty lucky. I am pretty lucky. Uh, but that doesn't... I mean, eventually, you're going to... Either you're going to be the one that loses, or you're going to lose somebody. That's true. So, <coughs> like if... Yeah, I don't know. I, I would rather be the last one alive so that my family wouldn't have to endure the pain of losing a member of their family. At the same time, I kind of want to be the first one to go. I'm with you. Because I don't want to live through it, man. I'm with you, man. I don't like talking about this shit, but... Uh, Who's, whose mother was this? Your mother's or your father's? My father's mother. Rick, I'm very sorry for your loss. He doesn't like you. He, that's not going to mean anything to him. That, that's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> wow, man. I'm not kidding. He loves you, Pat. Like, uh, like a son. No, he literally referred to me as an Eddie Haskell and tried to keep you away from me. Yep. Unless you made that story up. He's pretty upset, too, that you had never seen Days of Thunder. Oh, what did he think of my review of it? He didn't hear it because they stopped listening to the shows. Because Hold on, your so dad bad. stopped listening, too? My dad listened with my mom. So, yes? Yes. That's really fucked up. Can I give you one of these? We I don't guess. have to do the whole thing, man. I guess, Pat. One. Listen. 
This I, I, I'm putting it on record. This is on record. Once it hits the air, you can hold whoever is in charge of my will to this. Okay. They are called sky burials. I want this form of funeral. I'm I'm not even. I don't question. I just read through my lunch break today for 45 minutes. All different rituals related to death. The fuck is wrong? With you? It was topical. I was trying to find stuff for the show, man. And I knew you yeah, were. Yeah, because that's what all these people up. want to hear about is people that dying. Well, some of it's pretty. We're supposed interesting. to be a, an escape from reality, Pat. Well, death is certainly an escape. Anyways, crickets, some of these crickets. I'm. I have to get a fucking soundboard. Some of these are absolutely fascinating. Sky burial. This is how I want to go out. So it says sky burials have been practiced for thousands of years, and about eighty percent of Tibetan Buddhists choose this method today over burial. The living take priority over the dead in Buddhist culture. All right, so life over death. Therefore, they choose to have their bodies eaten by wildlife in order to feed and nourish another living being. So the dead is prepared with incredible precision. Brought to the sky burial site, which is typically a hilltop, okay? And the body is then broken down and chopped into pieces and then left for the dakini, dakini, or the angels to consume. The Dakini are typically vultures who then transport the soul to heaven where it awaits reincarnation. Here's the thing. I absolutely love the idea of being chopped into little pieces and then like the environment taking me back and like the, completing this circle of life. I don't want to be eaten by the bugs under the ground. I want like mice to get me. I want rats to get me. I want some birds to get in there. And then like, you know, when the birds swoop down, maybe they drop a little piece of meat and the fish get me. I want to be spread all over the world by these animals from atop of the hill. I think this is the most badass way to go out. I love it. I'm not even being funny. All right, so if you guys want to send in a comment, questions, whatever. If you want your souls to go to the Dakini. Number 9 pod, pod on Twitter, at number 9 pod. Uh, the number 9 podcast at gmail.com. You can shoot us an email or number 9 podcast.com. You can send us some mail on there. Or if you're so inclined, you can go to Facebook. The number 9 podcast is our Facebook page. I uh, appreciate everybody listening. We are changing how we upload the podcast. So... If this doesn't come out on Tuesday morning at 1 a.m., there was a serious issue. But we're trying something new because Pat won't give me any money to put into the show. So I have to find cheaper ways to do this. Cheapskate. Yep. I've spent my life savings doing this, Pat, and you haven't contributed once. Wait, are you going to give me a chance to do my thing? What thing? You always say, hey, Pat, is there anything else you want to add? I was trying not to. I got some feedback saying that nobody cares what you have to say. If I don't see it, it's not real. Oh, by the way, you said the R word earlier. Erica, he's sorry about saying the R word. What word is that, retarded? Erica, he's sorry again. You have to apologize for me. Okay, so the first thing I want to add is... So this just happened. I just had to go back and cut out something that I said because it was... Totally not appropriate because Pat threw something in there that I wasn't expecting. So go ahead, Pat. Well, uh, Pat, is there anything you'd like to add to the end of the show? Yes, I'd love to. There's two points I'd like to make. One, uh, I'm disgusted by the current state of mental health here in America. What a fucking beep, beep, beep. Yeah, so that got cut and we've edited it because we don't want to be too, 
uh, you know, offensive. Uh, the second thing. I called him a fucking asshole. I assure you that is not what he said. Uh, the second thing, um, and it's too bad that your parents aren't going to listen to this because, I mean, it really would, you know, Rick should hear it. Maybe you can relay the message. Uh, so the ultimate warrior, right? No, follow me. Tom's eyes right now. Classic. The ultimate warrior is known for these promos he would cut. He'd go out and talk about, like, the skies gathering clouds and blah, blah, blah. You never could follow him. You couldn't understand what he was talking about. He was insane. And then he gets inducted into the Hall of Fame on a Saturday night. Okay? Hold on. Time out. We gotta go back, Pat. Why? Dude, we never even talked about fucking football. All right. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll finish this, and then we'll cut back. We'll splice in somewhere the football talk. I'll tell you what. We'll go over Sunday's games and now Monday night's games because they're on in the background right yep, now. Yep. True story. We'll do those for Thursday's episode. Okay. And we'll do a preview of what the Thursday night game is. Deal. Sorry. Go so, ahead. anyways, the Ultimate American Warrior. American Ninja Warrior. Gotcha. Ultimate Warrior gets inducted into the Hall of Fame, the WWE Hall of Fame, on a Saturday night. Oh, this is a pro wrestler? He's a wrestler? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Nobody thought that they would ever see this day because the Ultimate Warrior had a huge falling out with Vince McMahon. It was a big deal. This is years and years and years later. They've never gone as far as to mend the relationship until now when he gets inducted in the Hall of Fame. And his speech is meh because he's the Ultimate Warrior and not a lot of what he says makes sense. Then, so, he, so he's like Bret Hart. That's fucked up, bro. He got his head kicked into the fucking fifth row. Anyways, that Monday night on Raw, the I don't know why you think it's funny that this man's <laughs> career was shortened by Goldberg being an absent-minded <laughs> fucking asshole. Goldberg, you piece of shit. Anyways. So he goes... <laughs> what a great reference. He goes out and... Somehow, on this Monday, now he's old, you know, like his mind shouldn't be sharp, he should be crazier than ever, he cuts this promo, and one of the things that he says, and it will live inside of me forever, he says, <laughs> every person... Like that penis. Alrighty. He says, every person dies two deaths. One, when they take their final breath, and one, when the last person talks about them. So your grandma, as much as she's gone... Still lives. She lives in all of your memories. She lives in all of your stories. And I really like that. That was a long story, Pat. To, I mean, you could have just got that punchline. He's not the first one to say that. You want a kicker for that story? He died? The next day of a heart attack. Swear to God. Really? Swear to God. That's crazy, huh? Ultimate Warrior cut one promo that made sense. It was beautifully put, and then he fucking died. Hey, man. You know, when... uh when it's time, it's time, you know what I mean? But he's not really dead, because we still talk about him. Only you, Pep. Okay, WrestleMania six was one of the biggest WrestleManias in history, and Warrior went over on Hogan, bro. He became the Intercontinental and WWF This is not champion. a wrestling podcast. No, but the point is, everybody who listens to this knows who the fucking Ultimate Warrior is. I did not. I did not know he was a wrestler. If I show you a picture of the Ultimate Warrior, you're going to tell me you wouldn't recognize him? Yes. Challenge accepted. Picture coming up. Ultimate I'll tell you who up. I couldn't pick out talking is Bret Hart because he just sounds like he is mumbling everything and he doesn't make any sense. 
It's really fucked up that you're making fun of somebody who, A, has survived a stroke, and B, got his head kicked off of his shoulders into the fifth fucking row by That's a... not true, Pat. That's unrealistic. You don't recognize that guy, really? No idea. You're so full of donkey shit. I have no it's idea amazing. who that is. You piece of shit. I'm not going to lie to you. When you said the Ultimate Warrior, I was expecting... Uh, those two Viking guys, like somebody that was dressed up in the Viking gear, the something Raiders, the Viking Raiders. Viking, yeah, there you go. Yeah, I was expecting one of them. Uh, his character is actually a Native American. He's not, but like the Ultimate Warrior, technically was like the 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 character was. A he Native did not American. look like Native American at all. Well, he had like the tassels and stuff. And again, the promos the were about tassels? like the sky. Yeah, the tassels on his arms. I'll show you the picture again. Not sure that's Native American at all, but it's right. like Native Americans meet the '80s. Okay, proving again nothing good came out of the '80s. Ultimate Warrior was a oh god, I hated him. Oh, but he had said that beautiful those beautiful words. All right, yeah, we're just when he retired, I loved him. We're just rambling at this point. I want to thank everybody for listening. Again, someone send some feedback, uh, girls. I know who you are. Please feel free. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna pounce on anybody. Just remember, we're all entitled to our own opinions. Um. Anything you want to add that? Hold on. So now you cue me to add, now that I've already added, Rose and Blanche, t-shirts, all yours. All you got to do is lie to Emily. Pat, I tell you, uh, the only way I send my t-shirt out is if, one, they email in, but two, they tell Emily the truth. Don't tell Emily the truth. No free t-shirts. I'll buy you more t-shirts. It, Pat doesn't even know where to buy them. I'll buy you t-shirts in your own fucking size. Pat doesn't even buy me... Give me the money for the t-shirts. You're full of shit, you sack of shit. Pat doesn't pay for anything on his podcast. I paid for the t-shirts. That's it? Oh, well, How's that nothing, nice microphone it? you're talking into? How are those cords that are connected to those microphones? That's right. I bought the cords. They were like $8. That's more than a hammer. That's less than... That's less than... It costs for us to upload an episode a month. Well, stop uploading so many episodes, man. We're doing two a week. Thanks, guys.